This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back from MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore of Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week, but that's okay because we've got a uh, quick visit from our resident appliance guy, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies, and uh, he is no stranger to the program. So, uh, Timmy, you with us this morning, man? Oh, wait, I got to hit the button, right? All right, there you go. Timmy, you there? I'm here, buddy. Okay. All right. We're going to have, we're going to go real fast here to hit you with a couple of questions before we get into it. But what are you doing this morning? Man, uh. Go ahead and make uh, it up good. I'm going to lie and I'm going to play on work. Okay, good. <laughs> Do you play golf? Is that what's, uh. Yeah, man. That's, right. uh. That's definitely it. <laughs> okay. Playing golf. Right. Perfect. All right. Uh, Dell, how are you doing this morning, man? Oh, great. Oh. Say what? Oh, I'm feeling good. There you go. There you go. So what are you working on? Right now, uh, we we just started a new build. We're building a um, two-car garage with a shed on the side. Sweet. So we got that going. And do that at my house? Yeah, All man. Right. A lot of people need it. <laughs> right. I do. All right. Um, all right, Timmy. I'm going to go ahead and throw you to the lines real quick, all right? Here we go. We're going to talk to Claire in Jackson. She was the first caller in this morning. Wants to talk about a tankless water heater. And uh, Claire, you're talking to Timmy, so make it as difficult as possible in your presentation. Okay, so we have a new house that has like a laundry closet that would have enough room for a side-by-side washer and dryer, except for there's a huge water heater in the way. So I'm wondering... Could we replace that with a tankless water heater and put our washer and dryer in there with, like, the tankless over top of the dryer, sort of? And the reason I'm I'm not sure if it will work is we don't have gas in this house, so I don't know if an electrical water heater is worth putting in as far as output goes. I don't know anything about them other than that they're smaller. All right. Timmy, did you get that? Man, it's, it's really, really muscled. It's really hard to heat. Right. She wants to put a. Uh, she wants to put a a tankless. She currently has a big tank water heater in a closet where she could she install a tankless. She wants to install a tankless so that she can fit her washer and dryer in that room in that space. Uh, but she said she does not have gas running to the house, just electric. Yeah. And is it worth doing? No, sir. It's not that. Uh, that uh, electric. Um Electric water here, like the tankless style, mm-hmm. man, they are absolutely horrible. And uh, as far as energy goes and everything else, mm-hmm. um, she would spend way more money having to retrofit it, you know, to, to go in there. Right. And then she would hate it afterwards because it's, it's not going to heat the water up like they say that will. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it's it's not a it's not a good idea. Claire, I hope you heard that because not heating up the water like you want is is really the way to go. Uh, that not get, and Timmy has said this before on on the appliance shows is that the tankless water heaters that are electric aren't uh, nearly as good as those that are gas. So, thank you so much for that information. You're very welcome, Claire. Um, I hope I hope you find a good uh, solution and maybe maybe find a different place to put your uh, water heater. Maybe that might be the that solution. Sounds like it could be one of our options. Right. 
and uh, and and the, whomever sells you the water heater or whatever service you get for that, those people can reroute uh, plumbing and that kind of thing if you need to move the water heater. Yeah, a lot of times they will. Yes, yes. Um, that that would be fantastic. That'd be a, a good solution for that. Um, Timmy, okay, I've got a problem at my house, man. Here you go. Oh, yeah, you, I gotta go, guys. I'll no, 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 no. Not yet. You don't. Not yet. You don't. Okay. Here we go. I've got a an ice maker problem. Believe yeah, it or I'm not. Of course. Right. So here we go. I am the guy whose ice maker like conks out all the time, but I figured out how to fix it for the interim and make it work for a little while. Uh, I let it go a little too far this time, and uh, and and didn't uh, like defrost it. So now the problem is it is frozen the little the little tray is frozen shut into the little place where it slides into and so I can't even get the tray out in order to defrost the rest of the thing. So you're talking about your, um, your ice actual, maker. Yeah, that, that, and what I'm saying is like the the tray that dumps the ice or the tray that you can pull out. The tray that you can pull out is frozen into the refrigerator. <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> man! Did you, did you? Uh, I remember we talked about this before. Did you uh, check that line to see if it was steadily dripping the water into uh, the trays? No, um, I couldn't see that drip. It, everything was seemed frozen. So, <laughs> you know, what being you in a freezer. To, say what? What did you do to it? Oh, I, I you know, I just wanted it to be real cold. Maybe, oh, maybe I can back off the temperature a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I figured, you know, it's ice. What's it care? As long as it's cold enough. Man. All right. Well, uh, All right. That's, that's, that's going to be something I'm mad. Just come over and look at it, Jason. All right. All right. Well, Timmy, you know what? I'm going to let you off the hook. Uh, Man, I sure appreciate it. <laughs> hang on just a second. Hang on just a second. We might have what, – what's going on, Java? Hang on. We might have another uh, refrigerator ice maker. Yeah, since uh, Timmy Timmy wants to play golf today, uh-huh. uh, uh, Liz Liz uh, um, has a question. Um, our call screen today has a question. All right, here we go, hey, Timmy. Hey, Timmy. Good morning. I've got an air conditioning guy coming to my house this afternoon. At least I'm hoping and praying and that they're coming to my house this afternoon because yeah. uh, my unit froze up last night uh, outside, out by the fan, uh, going to whatever the pipe is it's got ice and stuff all over uh, yes, ma'am. why did it do that and how much is this going to cost me it could be something as simple as an air filter needs to be changed out it could be something as simple as the contactor being stuck or it could be low freon you know i mean you never know um i would say uh check your filter first before they come out there to make sure you got a good clean filter we we did that and now we do <laughs> but it's still <laughs> it's, it froze up again after the with the clean filter okay. you're probably going to be uh low with freon then you're probably gonna have a coil leak somewhere that uh that you're gonna have to take care of um that you know freon i, I can't speak for other people you know as far as what they charge for freon um, but most of the time, you know, this time of year, if it's freezing up, and it's probably just going to be a couple of pounds low. Um, you know, if it's just a couple of pounds low, that'd be like a service call for me, and probably about a hundred bucks for Freon. All right. Well, what we'll else? we'll we'll count on that, but plan on it being ten times. That. Right. Right. Keep your fingers crossed. Keep your fingers crossed. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Um, 
Thanks, Timmy. I appreciate that because I think a lot of people experience that exact same thing and go outside and notice that the the thing that is inside the the little blower outside is white and frozen, mm-hmm. like all the way around. You realize when the guy comes out that oh, that's yeah. pretty oh, much yeah. the main it, part of your entire system, and you have to replace. It. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, she could be experiencing a, a bad blower motor too. I mean, that'll make one that'll make one um, freeze up if the blower's not spinning the way it needs to be, mm-hmm. or if it's not turning on at all. If she's getting some sort of airflow coming through the vents, it's probably going to be. Uh, probably going to be free on okay cool hmm. all right man well uh we'll see you on the links and yes sir well, you, look i'm sorry i couldn't make it guys but i appreciate y'all letting me be a part of it this morning yes sir have a good one timmy mcclendon of ac remedies appreciate you coming on all right uh we're going to take a break real quick oh oh we're going to get to talk to molly when we get back isn't that cool i mean it is for me all right i'm coming <laughs> to it <laughs> Uh, We'll continue our discussion after the break. What appliance is giving you the most trouble? I don't know. Uh, Stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to talk about some specific tips to keep your appliances running like new. This I can't wait for because it's tell me how not to blow up my ice maker, maybe. Anyway, we'll be right back. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. And uh, and uh, Timmy McClendon joined us today from AC Remedies. Jeff Sammons is out this week. If you want to call and uh, ask us a question any of any sort, you can call 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's go uh, uh, do our business with Molly here. And she is in Faraday. Am I, is that right, Molly? Faraday. Okay, good deal. So what's going on with your windows? Well, I have a house that's got 60-year-old windows in it, and I'm having them reglazed and painted, but they're really, you know, they're old. Really? I was debating whether to replace them, and we're talking $300 a window, and I have about 35 windows. Okay, so I I found out about this insulated window that you could just put on the outside. Mm Mm-hmm. And just it screws in. It doesn't. It's not an insert or anything like that. And I wondered if that's if that's going to be enough to keep the cold and the heat out, or if it gets weird on the window. You know, the condensation or right. anything. Well, the condensation happens on a lot of windows, but uh, over time. I know it. That's another story. Yeah, All I right. love public broadcasting. Y'all are the best. Well, thank you. I, I mean, I love y'all. I learn something every day. That's wonderful. Thank you very much. Dell, what do you, well, what would you suggest? In a case like this, um, I would just bite the bullet and do it right one time. You know, that eliminate the guesswork. If you go ahead and have those old windows taken out and the proper insulations put around them, you're through with it and you get your star rating for energy. Yeah. Uh, versus you put the window, a window on a window and then you don't like that look or you get a frost in between them or mm-hmm. anything or still get wind on the sides you know because it's not insulated 
You know, you, you know, know um, and Java it, just mentioned something. This, it's possible to do it uh, piece by piece. It's yeah, not necessary that you side. have to do 35 windows in one day. You yeah, know? Do the front, do the sides, or do the back. You can do it in steps, um, comfortable budget. But I would definitely bite the bullet. It's not really that expensive. It's just she got a lot of windows. Right. So, um, um, yeah, do the front. Then tackle for, um, a side and then the back. Or so, you know, do it in stages. Yeah. And for the sake of the house, I would go to the newer window. Yes. Uh, to For the sake of the house. I no mean, more glazing. It, right. Uh, it, that's just not going to keep the elements out like a newer window will do. Uh, and, and wrap those sides. You know, when you take them out, make sure you got good flashing and installation all around. Right. Okay. Um, I hope that helps, Molly. Let's uh, keep on moving to Ron. And Brandon says his central air is out. What's going on, Ron? Hi. Uh, central heat and air conditioning. My condensing unit that set out, sits outside behind the house, mm-hmm. uh, it tripped the breaker yesterday. And I tripped the breaker back again, and it came back on. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything ran fine for about five minutes. And then the fan on the condensing unit outside went out. Now, the compressor continues to run. But the fan went out. Every time I uh, trip the breaker, it runs for a few minutes, and then the fan mm-hmm. goes off. What could that be? Uh, I'm not sure, but you, uh, whatever happened there, you got really lucky. Because okay. the, the if you're saying that the fan motor outside is gone, um, yeah. that's one thing. It but you did for, say your comp- Yeah, it runs for about five minutes, and it cools just fine. Uh-huh. And then the fan goes off, but the con- the compressor continues to run. Yeah, um, maybe a relay, Dell. Yeah, it's definitely time to call someone to check those. Um, you know, the fan could be going out, or it could be. I was thinking the fan. I will say, don't turn it back on because it's what, trying to save itself when it throws the right. Right when it turns itself up. off. That, that's my opinion too. So. Yeah, and you don't. You know, if you're not. The the best possible situation here is that the fan motor's gone bad and nothing is wrong with the compressor. No, simple fix. New right. fan. Okay. Could the could the fan motor be bad, but yet it comes on for a few minutes and it could be going out. It, it's it, going out. It could be, but I would look for uh, electrical. Honestly, um, I, I, several know. little relays on there too. Yeah, the, I would look for electrical. The, the relays are the things that kick it on and off. Uh, hot. And I would look there first. Okay. Yeah. All right. Appreciate and, uh, it. Man. And if uh, if Timmy hears this conversation, has got a better idea, he'll call in and let you know. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you, I'll sir. Take care. Thank you, sir. Let's go to um, Sue in Beaumont, and she's uh, working with some quick Crete. How you doing, Sue? Yes, and I know my subject is off the subject today, but uh, y'all were talking about quick Crete a while back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay, well, uh, I was talking to an acquaintance yesterday, and she said her son bought a place that has a a entrance, a driveway up to the house. It's made out of dirt and gravel, and so he got this bright idea to take some bags of quickcrete and just, like, pour it down there, and I don't know if he's waiting for rain or something to mix in there and harden it up, but uh, it hasn't rained, and so they're having to drive back and forth on that quickcrete, and I'm thinking, couldn't that get up on the undercarriage of your car and harden up? Uh Absolutely. Oh dear, really? Yes. Because she says she won't visit them until, until they get rid of that quick reader or do something about it. And she can always go out there and spray it down, and it'll go ahead and harden up. You know, just spray it with water. So just uh, well, that's her. You know, 
that's her kinfolk doing it. So she, it right. would harden up under undercarriage of your car, right? If it's just well, the undercarriage of your car is going to have moisture under there, right? Uh, and if there's moisture in that quick creek powder, it's it's right. it's going to harden. I mean, that's exactly. that's how chemistry works. So, so I thought that was pretty smart of her not to do that. Right. <laughs> well, thank y'all. Appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. All right. Uh, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Of course, you can send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. We got a an email right here. It says hi guys, love the show. Question: I have you ready for this, Dell? Yeah. You've dealt with this before. I have builder grade twenty year old maple cabinets in my kitchen. Honestly, uh, honest opinion. What is the best way to give a new, long-lasting look to these cabinets? Paint, stain, something else. Uh, I'm planning to be in my home long term. Dell, it's really um, up to the preference, but you know, most people like the modern paint look because they have, you know, it just depends. If you're still into the wood, then yeah, you can stain them. That mm-hmm. that would be nice. But a lot of people just going with colors and a nice backsplash, and and new countertop stuff like that. Right. But if and, these and are contractor wear. grade, if these are contractor grade uh, uh, or builder grade cabinets, meaning uh, prefabs. You, oh, oh gosh. Which which means that that most of it is probably particle board. Yeah, you know. Um, so 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 once you get past you have to look at this okay and this is uh this is Laura in Memphis Laura some of those finishes are just a piece of magazine paper well that's what I was going to say before you start recoding these cabinets or anything else uh open up one of the cabinets take a knife a screwdriver something like that and get past the on the inside go past the 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 outer layer the 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 finish and if you get down past that finish and realize that it is a veneer and that what's underneath that veneer is like what they call particle board, looks like sawdust put together, uh, you may or may not want to continue with that. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to save money, well, some of the things that I've seen, say, on HGTV or DIY mm-hmm. are a lot of fun. If the cabinet doors, the cabinet doors are everything. Yes. If you can paint the cabinets, change the hardware, meaning like the hinges and the handles, so that so that they're a different color, a different style, something like mm-hmm. that. Another thing that folks are doing, if you, if you want to change the doors out completely, you can yes. take the doors off. If the door is mainly a frame with a piece of wood, you can take that piece of wood out and put glass in there, like a a, mm-hmm. a um, uh, frosted glass. It'll look fantastic, you know. Or um, you could go with no doors. Uh, yeah, you can yeah. go with no doors. There is a, a look out there. If you look in some uh, some uh, Pinterest, some places online, you'll find no door cabinets that look great. But I can tell you, I wouldn't put too much into the uh, particle board cabinets. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not worth it. So, um, all right, let's uh, keep moving. Oh, we got a comment on the uh, Madison or uh, Quick Creek. Let's uh, check that out real quick. All right, Ryan is in Madison. What were you going to say about the quick creep, man? Is this for me? Oh, yes. Hi. Um, my comment about quick creep is it can be used still in the paper bag that it comes in as like a sandbag for building a, a retaining wall. Mm-hmm. But when you just sprinkle quick creep on the ground, you might as well be sprinkling pancake batter because <laughs> it will get wet and it will harden, but it will crunch up just like pancake batter being scraped off the counter. With a spatula, it is not concrete until 
it is mixed in the proper ratio with water. Right. So it's cured usually 28 days mm-hmm. before you put any travel over it. I mean, Quick Creek that's turned into mud with rainfall and then allowed to dry will crack like spackle. And it won't. Wow! It's not an effective yeah. road bed. So what you're saying is that they've got a really dusty, messy mud lane. Yeah, mm. and then they'll be driving over it before it's cured, and they'll be crunching it up back into the gravel and sand that Quick Creek is before it cures. So that's a completely wrong way to use a product and making it fail. So yes. don't do that. Okay, that's great, Ryan. I appreciate that. All right, you bet. It's good. It's good for firming up a, a post for a fence. Uh-huh. But I've even seen people dig a post hole, pour in, place in their yes. post, and then pour in the, the dry quick creek and wait for rain. That's uh-huh. not a good thing to do either. It needs to be made into the soupy oatmeal porridge that quick creek needs to be mixed into and mm-hmm. then placed. Oatmeal porridge. Yeah. I dig that. All right. You that's perfect, right? work of mixing. All right. Bye. Thanks. That's fantastic. All right. Let's uh, let's keep going. Uh, final phone lines are open. Rebecca, I'm going to come to you in just a second. Okay, don't go anywhere. But I got a uh, uh, Stephen is on the line on I-10. I don't want him to get out of the state before we answer a question here. Uh, Stephen, uh, you're talking about that AC fan trouble. You've got a comment? Uh, yes. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Thank you. Um, uh, I think I called you the wrong name. That's Thank okay. You. That'll work <laughs> anyway. too. Anyway, I enjoy your show very much Wednesday morning. Thank you, sir. Um, I uh, was having what sounded like a similar problem with my AC unit. Mm-hmm. Fan quit, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't even know there was such thing as called something called a compassitor. Mm-hmm. So the fella showed up, and uh, 20 minutes later, uh, he replaced the compassitor that he just happened to have in the truck. Thank God. <laughs> He could replace it. The fan went to working. The AC started performing beautifully, and I've had no trouble since. So possibly a compensator might solve his problem. I don't that, know. That's amazing, Stephen. You know, you saying that reminded me that a certain AC person uh, fixed that for my air conditioning like a couple of years ago. I, I forgot all about that. You're right. It's one little box. And if you're lucky, yeah. they've got one in the truck. If not, then go yeah. get one. But it is a heck of a lot cheaper fix than anything else. You're right. Uh, if my memory serves me, I think it was $105 later I had air conditioning. $105 later is not bad at all for air conditioning. You're not absolutely right. So I just wanted to say that that could be the problem, and maybe that would help. All right. Appreciate it, Stephen. Let's go to uh, Rebecca in Gulfport, who's having an air conditioner dripping issue. What's going on, Rebecca? Okay, well, our air conditioner, um, it, it drips really bad. And we have to keep buckets and bowls underneath it in our little air conditioner closet thing. Mm-hmm. And we have to empty them every day because we're talking like gallons of water that oh, yeah. drips out of this. And if we don't, it just runs over and messes up the floor. But it's just concrete floor, which isn't a big deal, but just a mess. Is there any way to fix that or is it just? That should have been made with an outlet at some it's point. It's got to be clogged. If if she got a um, the drain for that pan, it's got to be clogged with some lint. Have you or have you found the drain for the pan, Rebecca? Yes, it, it's there. Okay, it's <laughs> well, I had it's, mine it's overflowed about uh, a little while back, and I took some bleach. There's a little hole typically, or you can mm-hmm. undo it. 
and 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 you can pour just a smidge of bleach down that uh, line, and it might help to move whatever along. But we well we put bleach in it about once every five to six weeks. Uh huh. My horse has been poured a little bleach down it. Sounds like so. Dell. You think someone needs to come out and snake it? Or maybe or they've a, got a, a shop vac or something or a clothesline. It needs to be um, pumped out. It's, it's clogged up because okay. that water is supposed to be running outside, right? Not yeah. inside. It should, yes, it should not be inside. And so. it is a lot of water. I noticed mine where the uh, yard is. It stays soaking wet, right? But it's outside. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. There you go. Thanks, Rebecca. All right. Let's uh, just do what do we want to do and keep moving or. Yep, let's keep moving. Okay, let's go to Sam in Hattiesburg. He's got a comment on that fan. And, uh, wow, this air conditioning thing's blowing up. So what's going on, Sam? Oh, uh, yeah, well, somebody uh, beat me to the draw. My name's Sam. I'm a retired uh, air refrigeration man and a medical lab technician. And uh, I rank medical lab tech, you know, uh, back in 89 with the American Medical Technology, you know, uh, New Grossman in uh, August 1989 edition. But okay. anyway... I mean, just saying, the guy already beat me to the draw about the capacitor. Uh-huh. Okay, that's what you need to check if your fan motor starts acting kind of funny. And what you could do is go outside and take it loose and look at that capacitor. It, it, it will swell up. You know what I'm talking about? When it's going bad, it'll swell up. But you got to be careful with that capacitor because it stores electricity. It's got three little prongs there that you can check with your multimeter. But if you're not careful, you will get shocked. Well, so, I, uh, let me let me caution anyone who is thinking about that. If you are not an AC person or an electrician or anything of that nature, please keep your hands off of all of all of the parts of your air conditioner. If you don't have the proper voltage meter, it's going to do you no good either. Well, you know, it just don't touch anything. You see, there, there you go. Change yeah. a filter and and call the AC guy. <laughs> right. well, 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 see, uh, I'm an air conditioner. I have universal certification. And uh, right. what, I'm say- what I'm saying is that uh, uh, I have diagnosed stuff for people on the phone, and then they'll get some shade for you to go do it and everything. Right. And, let- and mess up something, and, you- and the person will get shocked. You know what, Sam? Uh, I appreciate you telling me that because there was another gentleman on the phone a few moments again. Um, he was from Brandon, and he yeah, he was calling to tell us don't mess with that capacitor because it could be uh, it could be dangerous. So, right, it could be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Sam. We appreciate it. Let's, uh, you know what, we need to take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk with all these folks. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Um, And, yeah, we're talking about some appliances today. Also, what home improvement projects are you working on this time of the year? I actually changed my brakes this weekend. That was my big thing. I changed my brakes. So uh, call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Oh, and stay tuned because when we come back, we will tell you the top three most common refrigerator problems. That's right. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. 
To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. That just makes me so happy. All right, folks. Uh, welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. And uh, we are taking all your calls for all your home improvement ideas. Before the break, we said we would uh, give you the top three most common refrigerator problems. Uh, Jason Klein's ice maker is number one. So, mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, problem number one, the biggest problem with Refrigerators. My fridge temperature isn't cold enough. The likely culprit here is the defrost thermostat needs to be replaced if the contacts have frosted over. Right. Uh, first, though, unplug your fridge. Try cleaning the condenser coils with a condenser coil brush or vacuum. Sometimes you can also hit it with a, a hair dryer, and that'll mm-hmm. make it unfreeze. Check. Um, also, if that doesn't work. Call an expert. Problem number two, my ice maker isn't working. Likely culprit. All right, this is the likely culprit for a lot of the first problems. Ice maker motor module may have seized up and needs to be replaced. Another likely culprit could be clogged water inlet valve, which is probably the most common. Mm -hmm. A clogged water inlet valve, what happens is that uh, that will typically, it'll freeze over if it gets clogged. And then once it's frozen, it has to be unfrozen to get unclogged. So there's two two things to do in order to fix that. Uh, and you can check for any uh, kinks or tears. Uh, problem number three about refrigerators, uh, the three biggest problems with refrigerators. Uh, my refrigerator just isn't working. Like a culprit of that, the electronic control board could be damaged from a power surge. It's funny. There's that giant appliance in your house that's run by this tiny little piece of electronics mm-hmm. within uh, in, internally and if that goes out it doesn't matter how good the fridge is that little thing that controls how cold it is and everything else uh controls the thing so i say uh, another thing is those um fans get a little dust on them the fan motor yes and if it stopped turning you got problems well once they stop turning or start going slow things start freezing over and now mm-hmm. it's even worse so all right, so there you go. Let's uh, go back to the phones, and we've got some AC questions and comments on the line. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Josie and Como has got an AC leak or, or a comment about an AC leak. What's going on? Hello, how are you? Hi, Josie. What's up? Oh, I was just had a little small comment. It may not be very much, but I had an issue with the water running inside in a rental property, mm-hmm. and the only thing that they had done was they had elevated it too high, and the mm-hmm. water was running inside instead of with the slant for it to run outside. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that may be a problem. It may not be what's going on. Now, that's a really good point uh, because it does have to be on a particular grade in order for it to yeah. go down. What What is It's like a 14% or something like that grade yeah, that water inch. travels. Yeah. Yeah, but they had it jacked up too high, and it was coming inside. Oh no! Okay, all right. Well, you know right. that is something for a uh, something like me, a beginner, can look for, and <laughs> you know, just put a level on the pipe and say, "Hey, if 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 it's going the wrong way, that'll do it." And all it's right. amazing how much water comes in through those pipes. Right. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Josie. Appreciate it. Love the show. Love Thank the you, show. ma'am. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Jimmy in Alabama, and uh, he's got an AC question. What's going on, Jimmy? 
Nothing much. How y'all doing today? Thank Very you good, well. sir. What part of Alabama are you calling from? Uh, Montgomery. All right, we'll take it. Okay. Yeah, what what I'm asking about, my reversing valve, does that? Uh, does a reversing valve cause the heat and uh, air to change over from heat to air? Dell? <laughs> you say <laughs> the reversing valve from heat to air. Yeah, like if you want to switch it on, if it's on air conditioning and switch it to heat, it won't change over. It won't heat up, but the air conditioning, I got air conditioning. Uh, the thermostat Bell. Yeah, your 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 they, biggest culprit there is thermostat. Yeah, um, they're inexpensive. So you think it's the thermostat? I would check that. Yeah, yeah, that would be my first check. Yeah, if you do, you have a digital thermostat right now? Right, uh, you I just do? need batteries. Uh, yeah, go check your batteries, man. I know that sounds silly and small, but that's the first thing you look at. It's amazing people's air conditioning problems that are solved by replacing a double A battery. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the air conditioning working. Right. But the heat, it won't change over to heat. Right. That's what I'm saying. Replace that battery first. Okay. And, and then try it. Right. Because it's been on there for, I've been had that uh, thermostat, well, I guess thermostat thing uh, for seven, what, 10 years on there. Oh, yeah. So it need, you probably think it need a battery to check it anyway, right? I, I, I wouldn't even find a reason why that could, could even work now, to be honest with you. Yes, you need to change the battery. It's oh, stuck man. on. I, I, yeah. I'll check that out. I appreciate it so much. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. I didn't know we made it to Montgomery. That's awesome. Okay. All right. Let's uh, – oh, this is – okay. Let's go to Ted and uh, Stennis. He's got a comment about uh, the AC comment. Are you with us, Ted? Yes. Man, this is getting meta. We're like three levels down into the AC comment now. What's going on? <laughs> well, I, I heard the lady talking about – they they try to maintain the drain and do all of that, but still got water going everywhere. I had exactly yes. that situation. I knew the the drain problem. I installed the things. I went into the house and completely removed the old drain, put a new one on it, and I still had water going everywhere. It was it was ruining my floor, and this is a wooden floor. Mm-hmm. I literally had to cut out the wood and replace it. Oh. And when I finally got somebody, had two or three different AC people look at it. Uh-huh. But when the, they finally figured out the problem. The coil itself, the the uh, TP uh, uh, looking A frame coil inside the unit uh-huh. was so clogged. The pe- people previous in the house had had dogs, and it had been clogged up with like dog hair and dust and crud, and then right. burned. Oh, it uses the same coil, so it had burned all of that, and it was just clogged completely. And w- water was not just running into the drain pan; it was running off the outside of the unit everywhere. Oh, it was no. raining in there. Water constantly, and and the drain was not the problem. You know, the drain was working fine. It just right. wasn't going in the drain. And so I thought that might shed a little light on that situation. Yeah. That um, would be fantastic. And you can you can clean a coil. It's not they easy. They but. did. They, they, they had to disassemble it inside of a closet. So it wasn't right. easy. But they in there and took that thing out enough that they could get to it with some little brushes and, and all and, and really just reamed it all out and cleaned it. And there was a ton of crud that came out of it. Uh-huh. And then it was fine after that. Haven't had any more problem in five years. Unbelievable. Uh, but that was a, a problem that was very difficult to, to diagnose. So know? somebody probably ran that thing without a filter at some point with <laughs> with animals. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that, that could have happened there with, you know, I like to say big dogs in a house and right. not doing the things <laughs> right. Um, but it was uh, – that was – you know, could be maybe an answer to that lady's problem because um, that's that fantastic, Ted. You're right, and a cautionary tale to keep a filter in your <laughs> change your filter. Um, yeah. And I think it's funny because one time Timmy was here and he said, "I would so much rather 
people run their air conditioning units with a bad filter than with no filter. He said no filter is is he said if you've got a dirty filter it taxes the system makes it le- less efficient but if you have no filter then eventually the unit will break down. Yeah, it's going to so. just be hauling all the crap in there and sticking to everything. Right, right. All right, Ted, man, I really appreciate that comment. Maybe some uh somebody will get a like I said a good cautionary tale from that. Appreciate all it. Right. Thank you, sir. All right, let's uh, keep moving. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Let's move on to Joel on the road. I love when, when we have a question out there and, and we can't quite get to the answer and someone calls and says, I got it. Love yeah, that. We've diagnosed it. That's right. All right, Joel's on the line on the road, and uh, you've got a comment about the condensation air, con- uh, air condition, right? Correct. Uh, the condensate pans, some of them are made out of aluminum, and if you use uh, chlorine or bleach to clean it out, uh-huh. sometimes that'll eat into the aluminum. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Some of them are aluminum, yeah. some of them are galvanized steel. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I actually had one that was a York air conditioner, and the aluminum pan had potted out, had holes in it, mm-hmm. and it was leaking everywhere. Mm. Well, I so tell you what, I saw one the other day, and now they're making them with plastic with the... Uh, with the with the nozzles already built in them and everything else, and it's just and it's like man, why, that's the way to go—a plastic one. What I did to fix mine, though, I didn't want to spend over a hundred dollars. So what I did is I went down to the automotive store, got some fiberglass cloth and some resin, and uh, just covered it with fiberglass. Wow! Whoa! Now that yeah. was a thought. All right, good idea, Joe. Yep, that's that's something I would have never thought. All right, appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Thank it. You. Man, we've had a lot of great suggestions today. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the things we're talking about, I, I mentioned initially um, a little while back that we we're going to talk about um, the specific tips to keep your appliances running like new. And I do have those. First of all, um, on your appliances, make sure that your oven door has a tight seal. This is going to mean a lot as you go, okay? First of all, it's going to make it so that you're, you're – Kitchen is not a thousand degrees. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Uh, but second of all, it just makes it more efficient. You know, I mean, the, yes. the, whatever it is you're cooking will will go faster if mm-hmm. your door has a good tight seal. Usually, does that have the uh, that doesn't have the plastic type seal? It's more of a uh, magnetic. Or? I, I don't think it's magnetic because I don't know if that's burn resistant. So uh, I'd have to go back and look at uh, look at that, but. Anyway, check and see if it does have a seal. If it doesn't, then uh, if you're leaking power, that's not good. Number two, you can clean or replace dirty range hood or downdraft vent filters. This is a big deal. Oh, yes. I don't know you're talking about. Uh, wash the metal mesh grease filters. You know what I'm talking about? Those metal mm-hmm. mesh filters by hand in soapy water and run them. Uh, or you can run them through a dishwasher, by the way, and just get that degreased and everything else. Uh, and charcoal or paper filters should not be washed, by the way. Replace them instead. You can clean your stove uh, stovetop drip bowls if you've never done that. And by the way, if you don't oh, clean man, the drip bowls, yeah, yeah, those drip bowls are terrible. But and and if they get just so bad, they're not expensive. You you can yeah. get new ones, um, but you can do a uh, pre, you can pre soak them in a cleaning solution that works a lot better than hand wash these and replace. And remember to clean those immediately after spills because after they get cooked on, they're cooked. 
Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And, uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and take a little break here. So we'll continue our discussion after the break. What appliance is giving you the most trouble? What can we help you with here? Like I said, I'm changed brakes this weekend, so we're kind of up for anything. <laughs> you can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. The information presented on Fix It 101 is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the host and guests and the listening audience. Please consult a licensed contractor for guidance about your home improvement or related questions. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solution 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. Our guest uh, earlier was Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. Thanks for that. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. You know, I do want to say a thank you to our listeners. Uh, you know, there's no way any one or two couple of contractors could know everything. It's just not possible. And when we get to put a question out there that we just don't have an answer to, we've got to be honest, we don't have an answer. And when folks call in, pros call in and help us out and tell listeners what they can do to help themselves and help save money and, and the right way to do things, it just really means a lot. It's going great. Thank you. Let's go ahead and uh, talk to Elise in Tyler Town. She's got a question about a dishwasher. Are you with me, Elise? Hey, I'm with you. Cool. What's going on with your dishwasher? Well, let's not uh, turn the dishwasher on. I used a pod, so I mm-hmm. know I didn't over put too much detergent in, but water and soap just started pouring out between the door and the, the bottom part, you know? Uh-huh. And um, so I looked on, at the manual online, and it said it, the air cap might be needed, needing to be cleaned out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I figured out what the air cap is, but the air cap is attached by a metal arm to the heating element, and I'm having a hard time getting the air cap off, and I don't want to force it, and I was wondering if there was a trick to it. Yeah, before you uh, get crazy on that, is okay. your dishwa- is, is the dishwasher, does it empty into the same plumbing as your sink? Correct. Okay. Uh, does your sink have a garbage disposal? Already ran it. Already ran it. Okay. So you know that the line is clear from the dishwasher? It sounds clear when I, I ran water through it, and I did it again this morning just to double check. It doesn't, doesn't sound like, I mean, it sounds like everything's working like it always Okay, does. so you hear kind of like that gurgling, like like um, water going out a tube, correct? Right. With no And no, like, sounds, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. So So you do believe the water is moving. I do believe that, yes. Okay, all right. So let's start there. That the first place I would always check is whether the outlet is working. You know, meaning gotcha. meaning the water outlet. So okay, Dell, any uh, any thoughts there? I was trying to see. Um, do those? Do you sometimes have to put a loop in the line like a P trap style, or does it need to go down? Typically, here? no, because it empties out into uh, the sinks plumbing, which has the P trap. Is that right. going uphill? Um, plumbing, you that's know. a good point. Okay. Typically, no, no. It's right beside I'm, it. Well, I'm, 
asking. Um, oh, she's diagnosing it right now. Let's right. see. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, well, no, it looks like it just, it, well, it runs straight, pretty much parallel to the floor, okay. to a mm-hmm. pipe that goes below the garbage disposal. What, who makes this? Uh, General Electric. General Electric. Okay, this is what I want you to do, Elise. And okay. it, this is going to sound like a broken record, but I really yeah. believe it's the right thing to do. Our YouTube. Go to YouTube. With the model okay. number. Somebody, yeah, type in that model number. And what's okay. crazy is that somebody has fixed that before, and they YouTubed it. And they'll show, they'll show you videos. exact steps to do okay. it. I'll try that. That's a great idea. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Elise. All right, let's keep on moving. We'll go to uh, Joe in Crystal Springs, and he's got a comment about those lines getting stopped up. You with us, Joe? Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Okay, listen. Uh, that uh, thermostat, it's not going to have a battery. It runs off the 24-volt from the uh, unit itself. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay. That's control voltage for that for your air-conditioned unit. All right. And... Uh, also, those drain lines, biggest problem you have is they stop up. They feel full of uh, crud out of that unit, and they'll stop up on you, and they need blowing out. Talking about on the uh, refrigerator? Uh, on the drain, on the, on the air conditioning unit, she's talking about leaking water. Yes, yes, yes. They, okay. They, they can't drain out because they fill up. The drain does. Oh. They need blowing out, and uh, they it need to put a uh, – to put them – a opening on it so they can open it there to air condition what they need to do and something needs to be done but uh so like put a anyway, t in there somewhere mm-hmm. yeah the reversing valve okay uh your air conditioner is under high pressure when you uh when it's running mm-hmm. and it cuts off it has to reverse that pressure off in order that it can restart the next time mm-hmm. if it don't that's where your reversing valve comes in tell me how to fix it joe all right. So how how do we fix it? Well, that's it's not necessarily the problem. It could just be low in uh, freon. Really? If it's low in freon, it won't come on. Your you AC unit will not. Your compressor won't start. Well, he was talking about the AC unit was fine, but the the when the he tried to move it to heat, the heat wouldn't come on. Right. But that uh, if that unit don't start, if it's not starting up. Mm-hmm then uh, most probably it's low on Freon. All right. All right. Appreciate it, Joe. Thank mm-hmm. you, sir. We appreciate the comments. We're going to move along to uh, Will, who's on the road, and uh, he's talking about a dryer exhaust hose. What's going on, Will? Yeah, hey, I'm uh, I'm going to go into my senior year uh, this year at the University of Alabama, so I'm moving in with some roommates, and uh, we have a little tiny uh, wash closet with a washer and dryer, and there's a there's a dryer hose where the dryer should go, but there's a very small three-sided corner that it has to fit into, but it's a front-loading dryer, and the way that it's oriented, it cannot fit there. So I really don't want to have to buy a new top-loading dryer. Is there any way we can, like, extend the hose or something like that? Oh, you can just buy a new hose, man. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that if there's one. such thing as a long hose that yeah. can oh, yeah. stretch across the room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A, lot of people, a lot of people buy those and cut them down, to be, believe it or not. You, you can go get as much hose as you want. Honestly. Okay, I, I'm, I'm just getting in trouble with using my girlfriend's dryer all the time. Right. <laughs> well, hey, don't let that happen. You only got one year left, man. So. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, thank you. All right, thanks. Wow, what a day. Kind of crazy. Uh, thank you very much again to those folks who called in and helped us figure out some problems that we couldn't, that we just didn't have the answers to, and that's okay. 
Can't know yeah. everything, right? And um, I will say, if uh, you go to change your brakes this weekend, get all the tools before you have your car up on jack. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. Just, even the brakes. Just some advice. <laughs> right. Even the brakes. <laughs> yeah, get those before you need to put them back on to go get the brakes. All right. Here we go. All right, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and it's funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Timmy McClendon, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.